Hey gorgeous, you are listening to the Live Courageously podcast, a show created just for you, the aspiring woman who's ready to take action and step into her courageous life. I'm your host, Nicole Coker, and my mission is to leave you feeling empowered to pursue your wildest dreams and equip you with the tools you need to live courageously. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Live Courageously podcast. I'm very excited because today I am here with Shade. Hey Shade, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Nicole? I am doing fantastic. I just did a pageant live interview with Shade, and she told us everything about herself and her pageant system and a little bit about her platform. And today I'm very excited for her to share that story with you. So, Shade, Go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and all of the fun things that make you, you. <laughs> okay, um, okay, I just did this, so this should be fairly easy, but it's not for some reason. Uh, my name legally is Felice Williams. I am 28 years old, and I'm from Hudson Valley, New York. So we are more of a rural, royal, rural, (laughs) (laughs) one of those words, (laughs) things, but basically let's just say trees and leaves, lots of those in the fall. A lot of people, when you say you're from New New York, a lot of people think you're talking about New York City, but we are a more of a suburban area. We, um, have a rich history we actually, I wanted to mention in the pageant live is that we actually have parks in this area where um, pilgrims and Indians used to live. And like wow. those, some of their monuments are actually, you know, still in good tech. You, they won't let you go inside them just in case they may crumble, but you could go, it's called a Wonghuian Park. I believe that is a type of Indian to Algonquian, I believe I'm pronouncing it right. Probably most likely not because I can't pronounce half of Native American words. That's just reality. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that's about the area I came from. As I said, I'm 28. I was born in February, and I'm an Aquarius. So we are very artsy, dreamy, in our own world, (laughs) crybabies, all of the (laughs) sorts. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because you talked about in your last interview how you love to sing and write. So tell everybody a little bit about that and what your favorite part is about being artsy. Most people my age are doing TikTok videos and watching TV and keeping up with the Kardashians. Meanwhile, (laughs) I'm like, literally, if you were to actually see me walking down the street, you would know it's me because I'm singing and dancing. Oh, wow. So (laughs) um, the past time I sing, I dance draw. I also do a little clothes designing. I actually just did my first gown prototype this year. Um, I did not realize how expensive it was to start your own line. Really? So I'll be starting my own line a little later. Right now I'm getting into wholesale to help, Mm -hmm. you know, fund the other dream. But um, when it comes to music, I sing and I write and I make instrumentals from scratch so if I wanted to go sell a song basically I would be getting 100% of the royalties oh yeah 
but um, I, when it comes to writing, I just don't write songs. I also write stories, and um, it's really weird, but like my growing up, my mom would make us do different um, reports and book reports, so it kind of just stuck with me, but now it's just me going ahead in my psychology studies and doing my own researches um, on different various topics that are important to me that I actually will be doing little Pod, I wouldn't. I don't want to call it a podcast because I'll actually be doing videos. Yeah. Um. So more like YouTube when I um start these videos. So yeah, so that's I me actually, in my spare time. Yes, <laughs> I actually saw. Um, I think I've already followed your. Is it Shade Couture? Because you just saw yes. Facebook page. Yeah. So I just saw that, and I meant to ask you in the last interview about it, but hey. There, when people come over to the Live Courageously podcast to hear the rest of your story, they'll be like, oh man, this girl not only sings, writes, dances, she's also about to do her own clothing line. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with that, I'm starting, like I said briefly earlier, uh, wholesale. So, I'll be getting them in bulk, but it won't be my designs yet because that's a tad bit more expensive than I intended to. So I got to raise a little bit more money for that. Um, mm -hmm. So that's how I'm starting off balancing. And eventually I'll start moving and not moving, but adding my own designs into it. And they're like, wait, which one is it? But it will be, um, you'll know when it's my designs because then it will be the exclusive, exclusive. And those pieces will actually just be um, created at, a certain number so it will basically be like once you guys get it that's just like the end of that collection so hopefully one day I can work myself up into being one of those rare artists that if you see them not artists fashion designers mm -hmm. that if you see them in that glamorous gown you know it's like something important and they got like a golden key or something you know <laughs> designs that's what it's gonna be like right. <laughs> yeah so that's actually but, very cool. um, that's interesting. Could you, could you explain it a little bit more? Cause like, I know nothing about it and I've always found it really, really interesting when people are going out and they're doing their own design. So you talked about how you want to do your own, but right now it's just like a bit too expensive. Like how does all that work? When it comes to wholesale, when it just comes to starting a boutique, a boutique in general, you have to know what type of clothing you want to sell. You have to know who your target and your audience is. And um, for me, it's just, um, the type of clothes I'm selling is a little bit more fashionable than what I wore growing up. But one thing my uh, mother taught me is that, you know, dress for how you want to be approached, mm -hmm. dress for wherever you're going, you know, in life. So if you are planning on being successful, try and go, you know, in the area of being successful. And, you know, sometimes people get into that area of, you know, if you're going to a professional area that you have to be like super buttoned up and stiff suit. So I want to bring more like of a fashion yeah. twist to it so it's professional but it's super dressy it is mainly for the female who likes the like the slogan is the sophisticated drip for the sophisticated woman mm -hmm. so y'all know like drip is like the most recent ebonic right now yeah so i was like i don't know if i would attract the older crowd 
but we'll see how they feel about it. If they don't like <laughs> it, you know, to market to them, I could be like, you know, the sophisticated style for the sophisticated woman. But for right now, we're just going to stick with the sophisticated drip for the sophisticated woman. Mm -hmm. It is really like, I was I'm going to go ahead and drop some deets. I hope nobody ends up stealing my idea. Yeah. But for my, I wanted to create a commercial. And, you know, to because you have to create a fantasy. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're going to sell anything, whether it's notebooks, pens, pencils, coloring books, hair, makeup, clothes, you have to sell a fantasy. Yeah. And the hero in that fantasy always has to be the customer. So, of course, but it would be an ideal customer and she's having a bad day. She's like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I have all this stuff that I have planned and I have nothing to wear. And then, you know, poof, her magical genie comes out and gets her <laughs> several outfits for each event. So um, she was going to have something for fitness, something for a professional area, something, you know, just for going out to dinner with the girlfriends and then lounging on the couch at home. So those are the areas that I want to offer as a sophisticated drip for the sophisticated woman wow so it was like a sophisticated drip for every area of your life yes wow you have it <laughs> all worked out now you just have to like get it going right? it. <laughs> <laughs> well that's the hardest part is having the plan and like knowing exactly what you want to do what you want to sell who you're looking to actually sell to so I think it's great that you already have all of it planned out. Now it's just getting everything that you need to do to be able to actually start it. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm glad you told me a little bit more about that because I had seen it on your Instagram and I was like, Ooh, cause when I think couture, I guess, cause I'm just been in pageant land mm -hmm. for four years. Um, I always think like couture gowns, right? So that's what I thought about. I worked that into there because um, just as when it comes to pageantry and modeling, couture is something that's very highly coveted. So even if it's not a gown, you know, it triggers that mind switch like, ooh, couture, fancy, sophistication, classy, elegance. Mm -hmm. That's something up my alley. You know, something like I said, it goes hand in hand with creating that fantasy because I know what, for me growing up. Um, even though I didn't get the dress the way I wanted to, my mom already knew that I was going to be that diva and somewhere for tour was going to be somewhere in there. Just had to put the yes. emphasis on it. <laughs> That's what my family says it around because they say I'm bougie, but I swear to God, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, now that I've started pageantry, when I'm trying to do something like even look nice to go out to the store or look nice to go see family or something like that. They're like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you trying to be a princess? And I'm like, well, first of all, I am a queen. Second of all, I need to like dress for success. Yeah, I might be going to see my grandmother, but let me be me. Right, and that's, I actually want to get more females into that mindset of, you know, even if I'm just going to the grocery store, it's okay to look, you know, good, you know, just get them into that mindset because whether people don't realize, which is actually, this is a uh, part of my, I am ex excellence platform. It goes mm -hmm. hand in hand with it. Dressing the way you dress is very, people don't realize how vital it is to your everyday life. And it is a reflection of what you think of yourself. I know there's times when we do have to run outside with a messy bun and some pants with some mud all over it. But, you know, when it's continuous and it's every day, it's starting to make a statement about yourself. And mm -hmm. if you're not that type of messy, 
an organized person, you don't want to present yourself that way because uh, people don't see your personality first. Yeah. So if you know you're just like a bomb, they they may not get to meet your professional personality and then you just it just went down the drain oh you need the girl that was dressed like that I wouldn't hire her for her you know you hear all the time so it's just also um everything that I have planned just goes simultaneously hand in hand with each other with what I'm trying to teach people about going for success or building confidence or becoming a better person or peeling off negative labels and aiming for excellence. Yeah. So everything you're, it's basically your brand is just everything is feeding into that same mindset, which I think is so cool that you have, because I actually have been working with this woman named Alicia Darby and she talks about how you have this seed and the seed is your brand. It's like who you are, what you're about, all those different struggles that you had to go through in your life and what is it that you're going to create for the world that's going to either help them overcome a situation that you've previously been in or have something like building that confidence to look great whenever you're it doesn't matter going to the store or if you're going to an actual professional event like having that seed that's your brand and then you have all these different things coming off of it so you're about to have a clothing line you have your platform you're in this pattern system that talks about leadership and just having your unique self being presented to the world. So I think you're in a spectacular spot because you really understand who you are and the person that you're trying to um, sell to or build up. So that came from a lot. Uh, I know I'm just 28 and uh, I get hair all the time. Everybody's like, you have a long time. You have yet to live. But all the stuff that I've actually been through makes me feel like I'm like 90 years old. Um, so everything is stimulated from a lot of different situations that I've went through in my life. Because um, a lot of people, they love to wear their pain as a trophy to play the victim. Mm-hmm. instead of using it as strength and grow from it and yeah. what people don't realize when they actually say your pain is your gain it's actually true when you could find because one thing people don't realize is that your purpose is stimulated from your pain if you can never face it if you can never work your way through it you're always going to just go through a cycle of using your pain as excuse oh well this happened to me this is the reason why this is happening um like I said I've been through a lot in my life and you know some people may say well that's the reason why I'm too hard on myself or too hard on others it's just that like I said as I read it I already know a lot of people went through their own stories but like I said for myself and walking in my own shoes I went through a lot and I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, I'm in this situation. Because once you're crying and giving yourself this sad sob story, those are the moments that you could be using to be working towards a goal. So coming to me with a sad sob story, I'm either going to be like, you want to cry about it or you want to turn into a game. Which one you want to do? Because if you're going to cry about it, I'm sorry, I'm not the person to have in your corner. Because guess what? I'm going to cry while I'm working. Exactly. I love that because I I agree 100%. I've previously um, talked about how I was in that toxic relationship for six years. And I talk about that in my second episode of my Live Courageously podcast. And 
instead of sitting here and being like, well, I was in that relationship for six years, so I'm not capable of doing anything great, or I'm not capable of being able to tell others about my situation. Like it took me a while to actually be able to talk about it because honestly, side story here, I think, I think I talked about this in the podcast, but since we're here, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. I was working with a coach because this is my, I think second pageant or second pageant title. And I just didn't know my why, like, why was I doing this? What did I want to advocate for? Like, I didn't know. I just didn't know. And she had asked me, my coach, she goes, so what is something that you've been through in your life that was hard or um, kind of took you a while to overcome or what, what was that thing? And when I was first sitting there for that session, I like didn't know. I was like, I have no clue. Mind you, I had been in a six year relationship with this toxic person and it literally, I just blocked it completely out of my mind. So I was like, okay, well, let me think about it. Cause I mean, I have divorced parents, but like that didn't really bother me at all. Cause I was like six and I was like, oh, two Christmases. Yay. I'm excited. Um, so that didn't seem hard for me. I always thought I had like a pretty great life and I had went home and I was thinking about it and I was like, wow. I literally told my coach there was nothing that I went through. Nothing. I was like, I went through a six year relationship that was horrible. Like being told what to do, being cheated on and lied to and being told that you shouldn't go do pageants because you're trying to change who you are, change something about yourself. You're trying to be a basic white girl is what I was told I was being. And I was like, wow, how did I let that be? And like, I didn't even realize that that was the thing. And I was like, I can change so many girls' lives if I take what I've been through, move past it, understand where I went wrong and why I let someone take control of me for six years and help other girls be like, no, you need to see all the different signs because I was oblivious. I did not know. I was like, oh, I guess this is how it's supposed to be. So being able to take what I've learned and teach others about it, and then I really want everyone to be able to just achieve the dreams that they are dreaming of and be able to run with it. And like you were saying, because I'm so inspired by the way that you're talking about how you went through these hard things, but now you're trying to actually move on from it and then also help others move past any hardships that they're going through. And that's something that I'm very passionate about as well. So very inspiring. Well, it's just that in life, it's like, okay, we, um, I heard this a while back, but this is going to be the way I perceived it because I can't remember exactly how the person said it because it was a while back, but it <laughs> stuck with me. You do not go through a, uh, a situation to learn all this information of how to survive through it, just not to go through it again. That means it was a waste of time. You're put in certain situations because whether people want to believe in God or not, whoever you believe in the universe, whatever you believe in, whoever you believe in, you were given a purpose and it's a divine purpose, a bigger purpose. You go through these situations to lead other people out. You become sort of kind of a Harriet Tubman for that particular you know problem that you went through now for some people it might be several different situations and storms that they went through that they could 
put together in under one umbrella for whether they want to make a foundation, mm -hmm. uh, a platform, or even just a um an umbrella of why things that yeah. goes hand in hand together to help other people pull through it. If you are going to go through a situation and just never use all that information and knowledge that you learned on that, then you might as well just go ahead and plan your funeral because you're yeah. not going to live and grow and you're, we're here to help other people through it. That's why we go through it. Exactly. Yeah. I 100% agree. I feel like I, my purpose in life is to help anyone and everyone that I can get through a situation like that. And then once you get through that situation, knowing that whatever your, your dreams are, you can go after that. So through this whole podcast is me talking about how to live courageously and the different tools that you need to live courageously. So you're not kind of stuck in that fear and not knowing what to do, but really stepping into your purpose. So I am so glad that you were here because you are really <laughs> reiterating everything that I am so desperately trying to get out into the world. So right. that is amazing. And then um, also, I just wanted to put out there, because we are talking about reaching out and helping people who've been through some of these situations that we went through. Um, I, You said it. I know I said it on Pageant Live that, you know, I do have a focus of, you know, I would mainly would love to help people who went through similar situations, but it's open to anybody and everybody. Um, and this is also just for other people who will be listening and who may have the same problem. When we get in these positions and we know how heartbreaking and how traumatizing and just the better side of the problems that we go through, we get in the habit is that we have to save everybody yeah. that went through it. And then when we can't get through to one person, it's kind of like, oh my goodness, what did I do? Because actually not too long ago, it was in June, I had uh, this girl, she was trying to commit suicide and mm -hmm. everybody around her just thought she was going to make it. I thought she was going to make it. Um, I actually sat with her like for a whole week encouraging her she was laughing and stuff. So I was like okay so she's gonna make it and then somebody sent me the newspaper obituary and it happened to be hers oh my goodness and I just kind of went into depression because I was like oh my goodness what did I do wrong I thought I did everything to save this girl she was laughing she was just in a better mindset talking to her about purpose living you know without fear going for everything you want creating a foundation or even just a I like to call it a ministry whether you're going to be in a big church or it's just something that you're doing by a by yourself it's still yeah. ministry because you're ministering to somebody um so i thought she was really gonna make it and she didn't make it but one thing we have to realize also when we put ourselves in these positions especially positions of leadership and serving because to be a leader you have to serve leading is to serve yeah. and when we put ourselves in those um situations we also have to remember that we could only help those who want to be helped and that it's not our fault if people aren't receptive to help. Um, we are meant for certain people and those people who were meant to receive and grow from our messages definitely will receive and grow from our messages. One thing I've learned when some you come through somebody who isn't going to catch the message from you, it's because, you know, they may have went through other different things that have a block because, you know, 
people went through similar situations, but it's not 100% the same thing. Mm -hmm. So they may need somebody else who can talk to them in a different style, different way, or just bring it to them just totally different than what you have. And they will always run into that person. I'm a firm believer in that um just for the way that I met my mentor because I actually was looking up to another woman she just happened not to be my mentor and I was so bitter and angry and mad about it and so I met my mentor and I was like so mind blown I was like wow God really does have a designated person carved out for each and every one of us to help us reach certain levels and get through certain problems so I just wanted to you know also throw that out there for other people who are in situations or positions that we're in to help other people to remember that the person has to be receptive and want have to want that help because mm -hmm. it can really get heartbreaking and traumatizing you're just, I'm just trying to help you yeah. but sometimes we have to let go and realize that God has the way of working things out. And if it's not through us, it's going to be through somebody else who could touch them in the way that they need to be touched. Exactly. I'm a firm believer that God puts the right resources in your life for whatever you're going through. So they may have come across something that I have said or come across something that you have said through your platform. And they're like, wow, this is something that I've been struggling with. And this is something that I need help with. And maybe you or I are not the right person for that, but I, I feel 100% like certain that God is going to definitely put who they need in their life for that purpose. Right, which brings us right back to my platform, which mm -hmm. I'm working to turn into a foundation. I am excellent. As I said during the pageant live interview, that it's helping connecting women to the support and resources that they need. I know that, you know, one day I'm going to have my own practice one day counseling people. I may not be the type of counselor you need, or I may not have all the resources because I do plan to bring on just a wide variety of people into this foundation. It just won't be, you know, of psychologists. It could be, okay, I have because it's kind of different the way that I want to do the foundation. I do plan on having different divisions of it, but mm -hmm. I know one division that I am excited to start, it would be mimicked after almost like a pageant sisterhood slash sorority, mm -hmm. but more inclusive, no hazing, of course, because I'm totally yeah. against that. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, with these girls, it would be girls that I'll be helping them, you know, with building their confidence. Of course, it may be, you know, because I tend to aim it for the middle school and high school age girls. Yeah. So it would be like a modeling troupe um, used with modeling to build their confidence, to build their discipline. Um, if, you know, and I know my studies is to be a psychologist. Yeah. So these girls may have other careers that they want to pursue such as teaching science so the idea is also to bring on women and their career or ministry rightfully so you know our leaders so that they can mentor these girls and keep them you know on the right path and stuff because I can honestly say the only thing that kept me going was that at the right time God sent the right people to motivate me and keep me, you know, in certain activities or whatever it may be. So getting into that area, getting the resources, like you said, I may, 
um, we had said we may not be the person for them. Mm -hmm. So with my platform, it would be able to offer other people who would be beneficial to them. Because a lot of people, I also noticed that when they get into a place of leadership or mentorship or even coaching, they want people to worship and praise them. Mm -hmm. And they don't know how to let go of a person and send them on to somebody else who can do more justice for them. Mm -hmm. And I think as a leader, you have to know when you can help somebody and when you can't help somebody, because instead of being a blessing to that person, unfortunately, that's when you become toxic to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I loved everything that you said about that, because we it's just so inevitable that we are here to help them. But in, in the end, we just may not be that person that they need. So how did you really start? It's I Am Excellence is your platform. So how yeah. did you really know that this is what you wanted to do? I can't even act like I woke up one morning and this is just like the person I became. Like this little spark of always wanting to do better, reach for better, has been a part of me ever since a kid. Um, like I had mentioned in the pageant live interview that I was in the system as a child, foster care system, then later got adopted. From the professionals, I heard early on that, you know, the statistics of somebody born into my situation. Most of us don't have a steady job by the time my age. They um, would have, what was the statistics? Two to five children already. Won't even be thinking about college. Probably been in and out of jail or detention numerous times, just like on and on and on you hear the list and you don't hear nothing good and it's just like well why do I have to be that exactly. just because you said it and one thing about me um having been the perfect person and I think that's what makes a great leader in pageant queen somebody who's not a perfect patty because then you're mm -hmm. relatable yeah so I was kind of the rebellious type but it had good benefits too mm -hmm. So when it came to uh, being a rebel, I didn't, it was like, you tell me one thing and I'll have to do the other. Yeah. And it was more so for me um, growing up. So like I said, I always had that fire to turn around those negative labels. I necessarily didn't know how to do it. So I started getting older and started going through things. And I was realized, I was like, this little fire that I have in me, if I just aim it towards not being all these statistics, I could be something great and magnificent, you know? Yeah. And it's just a matter of thinking like that. And that's how I actually started. Cause I know when I was, I was about 13 and I started planning my businesses. Oh, wow. I thought big. <laughs> and it was funny because I looked back at some of the drawings I even went so far to build apartment complexes that I were going to have for my employees single mothers and college students wow. that was my aim for that like it was just so crazy the stuff that I imagined that I was going to do um it wasn't really until I want to say it was about 2017 when I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to help other people. Um, like I said, when I was down in Florida, when I went down there in 2010, I um, 
you know, was going through the homeless thing and in and out of school and couldn't really focus and which was okay. Now that I realize it, you're like, okay, what is this girl crazy? It was only okay because it gave me time to mature and figure out what I really wanted and what degree that I actually was going to pursue. Because when, during that time, I did not know what a degree that I wanted. I bounced from a performing arts degree, fashion degree, business degree to psychology all in a circle back and forth Mm -hmm. to like playing ping pong with all four of those when I actually just took the time to sit down like what is it that you want to do and it was like I want to help people okay how do you want to help people what do you have to help people at that time you know I was going through a lot um during that time I was actually in a just a toxic relationship during that time and I didn't really know what I had to give because I was giving it to the guy basically like I was trying to counsel him I was trying to get him you know off his feet in the meanwhile we both needed to be sitting so (laughs) that was sort of kind of the beginning and then that's when I started noticing that people were attracted to me they wanted to tell me their emotions Mm -hmm. um they came to me for advice and it was funny because I would literally call my mom crying and most people would be like, well, why would you cry about that? That's a good yeah. thing. Use it to your advantage. I'm like, mom, people like me. And I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> and my mom is just like, you know, God gives you certain gifts for certain reasons that help certain people. And I'm like, Ma, I don't know what I'm supposed to tell them or do. Like, yeah. I got my own problems. I don't want them attached to me. So I'm like crying yeah. to my mom. But now here I am, like three years later. And I'm like, okay, so this is what I know I have to do. This is what I can offer you. And we're all going to get through this together. So um, it's just a matter of knowing. I don't even know what to call it. It's getting to know. To know your purpose is getting to know your dark side. Mm -hmm. What caused you to make the different choices that landed you in these bad predicaments? Sometimes it may not even have been anything you've done but it could have been somebody else and now you're learning the behaviors of different people because anytime you're going to walk in a certain purpose and you ask god or whatever the universe whoever for me it's god whatever you want to do oh believe me he's going to put you through everything that's going to align you up with that purpose so for me i was like um you know i want to counsel people so here God is taking me through the motion. I'm getting to know the behaviors of a narcissist, the social path, antisocial people, which is so funny. I used to say all the time, I'm antisocial. I'm antisocial. And then my mom was like, are you sure you're antisocial? <laughs> it only came up because at work, they also said I was antisocial because when I first started, I didn't really talk to nobody because I didn't really didn't know anybody. And it was like everybody was talking about each other and I'm not one of those people. So I didn't have anything to talk about. So I was just quiet. Exactly. And I, so they said I was antisocial. So I started running with it too. And I was just like, okay, I'm antisocial. Cool. And my mom's like, cool. Do you know what antisocial is? She's like, oh, look it up. And an antisocial person is somebody who, you know, has no feelings or disregard for the good or bad of the society. They don't care as long as it benefits them. And I'm like, well, that's not me at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
far from antisocial someone else like the next time you want to address being quiet or not really being a people person you want to say you have shy tendencies at certain times so it's like you say you want to do something you're going to get prepared with all the knowledge whether it's through education or for me i love the self going through it yourself self-learned lessons Mm -hmm. when you go through it yourself self-taught when you go through it yourself and you learn everything um it's cool to find a dandy you can have all the book smarts in the world you can learn about a narcissist through and socios paths through psychology and mm-hmm. class and everything but until you have experienced one for yourself and escaped or claws yourself you are not going to be able really to help anybody one thing i noticed about pageant queens is that you know a lot of them do have that picture perfect image mm-hmm. and this is the reason why one of the cons of pageantry is that a lot of people don't like it yeah because of that they feel like they don't have nobody they can relate to sometimes when it comes to it and when I was talking to my mentor I was like I don't know if I want to go into pageantry I can't do it because you know this and that and then I struggle with this and she's like guess what that makes you human and that makes it relatable do you know people love relatable people you go on social media people follow the people who are most relatable to them so if you're going to develop a platform ministry purpose it's all going to be wrapped around that those particular things because Like, even you, when it comes to yourself, you may think that it's just that one relationship, but I'm pretty sure that if you were to go brainstorm and be like, let's go through all these situations. I have this thing that I usually typically do is called a moment of transparency, Mm -hmm. and it's just talking about things that I've went through. That may not even happen yesterday. It may have happened years ago in my life as a child, and I'm thinking about it now, and I now see the lesson, and I'm like, oh, my God, how did I not see that? So now I have to go share it with somebody else. So they may be going through something similar or something. I would say same thing because nobody goes through the same thing twice. So I'd say something similar, and they'll be like, oh, okay. But also put that this is my own situation and how I got through it may not be the way that they're going to get through as a disclaimer. So everything, like literally everything that you have to do in this life is associated with your pain. And if you are not willing to face it or I don't, I, nurture is definitely the wrong word. I want to say heal it because you definitely don't want to nurture the hurt and build on it. Yeah. But if you're not willing to face that, you're not willing to find your purpose or just live to a higher purpose, you're always going to be just at that minimum place where you're satisfied and content but you have to do a lot of different activities that aren't worthwhile to distract you from that pain i am just so inspired by you and i know that all of my listeners are going to be so inspired by you i'm very excited yeah i'm very excited for this episode it is going to be transformational i know for sure So now that we've talked about all these different things, for your platform, is it something that you have already created or is it something that you're implementing now? Or like, what is your process? It's the same platform I had for Miss Globe, just under a different name for Miss Globe. It was Break the Barrier, Reach for Greatness. But um, 
I switched it to I am excellence because um, the main focus is really learning how to peel off those negative uh, labels that people give you, um, negative habits and characteristics that you develop in order to reach excellence. And But I was just like, what word can I use besides having this double sentence, break the barrier, reach for greatness? I wanted something a little short, shorter. When I went and Googled excellence, it was like, comes from the word excel. And you know, excel means to surpass. And I was like, okay, what is the purpose of my platform to help young women with um, gain the support and resources they need to surpass the statistics. Mm -hmm. So why not call it um, I am excellence? Okay, so now you're adding, you have the word excellence, which is meaning to excel, surpass, um, and you have I am, which is, you know, affirmation. Yeah. So let's start building that into their My mental. Mind. So when they think about the foundation, I am ex excellence, they're just thinking they're calling the foundation, but I tricked you you actually are saying the affirmation about yourself yes. I am excellent you're calling yourself excellence what do you want to be excellent at um so that's why I came up with the name I am excellence mm -hmm. so it's not something that's new it's just revamped and actually really come into fruitation I want to say because like I said, to, to do anything, it's going to go through several changes until you get exactly the way you want to be. Most people like to wait until something's perfect to get it started, but I would, I would say just go ahead and start it, and then as you go, mold it into what you want to be, because uh, when you were born, you were not born perfect. God was just like, okay, I see the potential this human being has, so I'm going to allow her to be born into the world, and as she grows, I'm going to go ahead and mold her mm -hmm. into that person that she's going to be, and then when she gets to heaven, she'll be, you know, in that perfect situation, yeah. so that's what I tell people, like, your business is never going to be 100% perfect. Your platform, your ministry, just get it started. Once people start seeing, hearing what you're, uh, you are about and they see that they connect, they can connect with you or help you, they will, you know, God will bring those people to help you mold it because you're not going to be able to mold it by yourself, but oh, no. you know, he'll bring those connections to help you mold those yeah. I ideas. Really, I really love that because I actually, I like you were talking about how you just need to get it started. And that's something that I, I try to communicate through my Live Courageously podcast as well, because there was so much time where I lived in fear and like, I didn't want to really announce something that I was doing. So like, oh, well, what if I fail or what if I am not able to get the message across? And really this started off as it was called Courageous Choices. And it was about making those courageous decisions in your life. So that's kind of what it started out as. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put that out there and this is what it's going to be for now. Right. But when I did that, I was like, okay, this is getting me in the door. This is my first step, but I didn't have that true passion for it quite yet because I feel like at that time I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it for the pageant. That way I have something to talk about. But now that I've really had some self-reflection and I've been able to really understand what it is that I want to communicate and what it is that I want people to take from it. I was like, I want people to be able to live courageously. I want them to be able to step out into the world and just make sure that they're being courageous in every decision, every move that they're making, and just inspire them to just step out into their purpose. 
And I just love the fact that you said it's going to take time to really mold into what it is that your purpose is. And I think that's so special. And I'm glad you're sharing that here because that's the message that I'm trying to also kind of get out into the world. Like it's going to take time, but you have that purpose and it's going to happen for you. It just has to be in the right timing. Right. So where can everyone follow you on Instagram and learn more about your story? Um, I know you have your Instagram account and then also for people who are ready for that couture coming out. <laughs> where can they find you? I almost forgot about that. We got so wrapped up in talking about purposes and everything. I just feel this is going to be a special uh, episode for <laughs> your listeners and everything. But social media, um, on Facebook, you can find me at Felice Williams. That's my legal name. On Instagram, it's Sade, S-A-D-E dot Milan. And Milan is spelled M-I-L-A-N. And my YouTube is not up yet. But if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you'll be able to connect when I do get my YouTube up and running. Because I actually got like five different YouTube so we're getting that underway and I want to be a little more organized with the different topic. Like I mentioned, I said there is a moment of transparency and then I also have other stuff that I'll be talking about when it comes to like, you know, mental disorders or tips and different stuff. So I have to find like how I want to group all that together before I get that out there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know people are going to just flock to you after this episode because you are incredible. You are inspiring. And I'm so excited to launch this episode. It's going to be amazing. And I'm just so blessed that you are here. I am so happy you reached out to me. And I hope they just, you know, it's not realized it's just not me. This is years and years of God working on me. I just didn't wake up one morning like this. Like I said, I had to, you know, allow God to work on me. So I hope they chase the God in me and not me. Yes. (laughs) Well, I really appreciate you being here. It's been a true blessing. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening and allowing me to be a part of your journey and living your courageous life. I am so incredibly grateful you are here. And if this podcast has brought some value into your life, please share it with your friends or someone you know who needs that extra encouragement today. If you are feeling extra inspired, please head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. I love you all so, so much. And until the next episode, remember to always live courageously.